Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with your host, Renee David Alkali. Are you searching for the path to the discovery of wholeness and balance in your life? We'll discuss the future of holistic health care and how the concepts discussed on today's show can help you make better choices in your life. Now, here is your host, Renee David Alkali. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. But I'm... Setting it up on Visit redbarninc.com slash coupon to save a dollar off your first can. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with your host, Renee David Alkali. Are you searching for the path to the discovery of wholeness and balance in your life? We'll discuss the future of holistic health care and how the concepts discussed on today's show can help you make better choices in your life. Now, here is your host, Renee David Alkali. Good morning, and welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life. So, in today's uh, program, uh, because of many questions uh, about this topic, we've decided to cover the bitter truth about sugar. We've had so many uh, requests to talk about sugar. There's so much confusion uh, about this topic, so many sugar substitutes, uh, so many choices, and um, so much misinformation as well as information that um, that we've taken on this particular subject, one that is very close to my heart, uh, without meaning to pun on the subject, because if we overdo sugar, certainly that's going to be too close to the heart in a negative way. So a few words about, about sugar is that it is uh, most certainly... Uh, uh, the largest drug addiction uh, or drug addition in the world, as well as perhaps addiction, especially refined white sugar. So I'm going to start out by saying that uh, white refined sugar has absolutely no food value. It contains no nutritional value whatsoever. White sugar is what we call an empty carbohydrate. No value, period. Whenever I uh, speak about sugar throughout uh, lectures or throughout this program, uh, at least for the next uh, several minutes, if not the next half an hour, I'm going to be basically referring to white refined sugar. So what's the process here? In the process of making sugar, uh, sugar comes from sugar cane or from beets. So whether we're making it from cane or beets, basically what happens is they're heated uh, and calcium hydroxide or lime, which, by the way, is a toxin to the body, is added in. 
when uh, that's done to remove ingredients that interfere with the complete processing of sugar. Another toxin that's added is carbon dioxide. And that's used to remove the lime. We showed up. My mom Studies and I, indicate, however, that like, even oh. with the use of carbon dioxide, <laughs> not all of the lime is removed. There are remnants uh, of lime that English, remain. French English, it was my, my, my aunt, my dad's sister. The uh, my, sugar then turns, dad had uh, it becomes a so black substance, sisters. basically. So once we've gone through that anyway, processing, well, it goes from that sticky uh, black substance around? and it becomes a clear juice. I, that juice then is I, heated, uh, uh, and the heating process is to remove other impurities. Part. If that's Next not uh, sufficient for you out there to understand what's happening, then the sugar is bleached white. Uh, and I'm that happens with a chemical solution. The chemical solution that's used yeah, uses pork byproducts or blood albumin and or animal charcoal. Absolutely fabulous. The sugar that's processed is at least three times. It's processed at least three times. Hadn't gotten married in this manner uh, before it's in the form that other, we uh, generally uh, use, and by that yeah. time, <laughs> there's no resemblance <laughs> whatsoever to a food, and it's now completely a drug and anyway. completely an artificial substance. And uh, as, so, as for those of you who are just hearing this for the first time, this may be like uh, a little uh, uh, shocking or a little. Certainly a little illuminating, but that is the process. <laughs> right, but always um, late sugar so is used for a lot of different reasons. That we came, uh, there's a grade. There's a grade that's commonly used for uh, table sugar, for example. Um, the then there's a grade of sugar that's used in processed foods. Right? So you're going into a bakery and you're having cakes or ice cream or some form of candy or some, maybe soft drink. And sugar is used uh, in that way for those processed foods. It's also used for non-food purposes. Sugar is used to make plastic, to make cement mix. Uh, it's used in the leather tanning uh, industry. Mm-hmm. You you can well, you know, certainly see that sugar table sugar is used with white that. flour <laughs> um, oh, in many concoctions. You may not be aware that it can also be used with white flour to make glue. Yeah. I love mommy. I got so if you really don't object to having your intestines glued oh, yes. together. I, I then I'm going to I'm going to say to keep eating. Hey, sugar. Help, help. But if you're getting a picture of what this is really about, you may want to seriously consider what it is that you're putting into your body. There are other chemicals that are used in sugar processing that we haven't mentioned. There's phosphoric acid. There's acid calcium phosphate. Um, there's others as well. And these are very potent <clears throat> 
and health debilitating substances, chemicals. Uh, so sugar has a tremendous amount of carbonic acid, and that tends to disturb the nutritional balance in the body. Additionally, sugar steals from us and robs the body of almost all nutrients, especially certain minerals that our bodies need. It robs us of zinc, of uh, vitamin C, B-complex. Uh, it robs us of uh, chromium, robs us of calcium. Additionally, it destroys the food digestion enzymes that are in the mouth, in the stomach, the small intestine, and the pancreas. If that's not enough, uh, consider that it reduces the amount of hydrochloric acid. Now, that may sound like a plus, but it's not, because the hydrochloric acid is a necessary digestive acid in the stomach. Without enough hydrochloric acid, the food isn't broken down properly. And if it's not broken down, we can't properly absorb the nutritional value. And that, in turn, leads to constipation, for example. Not sure how many more negatives I can come up with, but um, I'm, I'm sure there's there's quite a lot. Uh, you know, what, what comes what to mind is that uh, sugar interferes with what happens in the small intestine where we're digesting food. What happens in the small intestine, if you're a little familiar with anatomy or physiology or the biochemistry of the body, the small intestine is pushing the waste along. And uh, it mo more importantly, it releases the nutrients in the food to give us energy and to nourish the cells. When we eat sugar, that process is disturbed. And the amount of food nutrients that's available to the body become very limited. Sugar uh, is released into the blood. At that point, it toxifies the blood. And it puts way too much carbon in it, which also goes to damage uh, the cells. Now, since there's no real nutrient value in sugar, basically it represents a waste material in our blood, a toxic waste material that the body is going to try to get rid of. How does the body get rid of it? Well, the lymphatic system is going to grab some of this waste in an attempt to purify the blood. When the lymph system becomes overloaded, then a whole slew of other health problems happen. All of these can be avoided. Um, if we're looking at what the, the current eating habits are of our nation, we see that there's too much sugar consumed, too much salt, too much starch, and all of these work together to create tremendous appetite. Why? Because we're nutrient-starved, and our bodies are craving for nutrients, so we get hungrier and hungrier. And that craving, that food craving, creates a, a very powerful imbalance in the body. Because our bodies really want nutrition, and not only want it, they need it. Cravings are generally a symptom 
of the body's wanting something to feed it, to give it life. The body wants food that gives life. When you give empty foods, that doesn't take away the craving. On the constant contrary, it raises that craving, uh, which is one reason that people gain weight. So not only do they gain weight because empty calories do not get properly eliminated and are stored in fat cells, but also because it creates this ravenous appetite where we just keep eating. Uh, there's addictions to certain foods. Certainly sugar, salt, or caffeine are very addictive foods. If we add to that... The, the sedentary lifestyle of our nation and the fact that there's a real lack of exercise, we, we can see why so many health problems develop. Sugar goes very slowly out of the stomach. Since it leaves the stomach very slowly, that also creates an over-acidic condition in the stomach. Uh, and that influences the secretion of enzymes, also hydrochloric acid. It, it influences that. It diminishes that. So we're not digesting our food properly. That over-acidic condition affects the entire body because we go out of pH balance. Once we go out of pH balance, of course, we come into that space where inflammatory conditions can arise. We become too acidic. And not only inflammatory conditions, but inflammatory conditions which are a prelude to other more serious problems. And what are the more serious problems? We're seeing them in our society. Cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure. All of these um, are stimulated by our eating too many highly acidic foods. We eat way too much sugar. Um, The the last statistic I saw, which was maybe five or seven or eight years ago, which I'm sure is more at this point, was 135 pounds of sugar every year per per person. Now, that's an average. So let's say someone's eating uh, zero sugar and someone else is eating 250 pounds of sugar. Obviously, there's a scale along there between zero and 100. But that's way, way too much. If we look at 1900... Go back about uh, um, over 100 so years, the average sugar consumption in this country was about 25 pounds per person per year. Think about that difference. We're eating 135 pounds of sugar per person per year on average. You may not, people eating that much, the sugar, the amount of sugar I'm talking about might be totally unaware that that's what's happening. And that's because sugar is hidden in many foods. We're going to go, we're going to come back to this and see the foods that it's hidden in. And also, uh, also continue this discussion 
right. into a an understanding about the truth about sugar and artificial sweeteners. So we'll be back in just a few moments, and we'll talk about some of the foods that sugar is hidden in that you may be totally unaware of, so you don't realize that you're consuming that much sugar. We'll be back in just a few moments. Stay with us on this very vital topic for your personal health, the health of your family, the health of your loved ones, and certainly become an advocate with us for minimizing or eliminating to a great extent this overindulgence and over-dependency on sugar. And we'll talk about, we'll continue this discussion on the bitter, the bitter, the very bitter truth about sugar. You are listening to Mind, Body, Spirit. What are you Colin Quinn is, is your host, Oh, my God. Comedian, he's political. Yeah. I love Colin Quinn. Have you ever watched his show? New York. I remember when I was a kid. You might have been. Yeah, he had a show on MTV. <laughs> a description yeah. of classes and programs uh, that we offer try, uh, is available yeah, on our website. Yeah, try that. Try to be on that. www.genesistreeoflife.com. We offer wellness programs in yoga, martial oh, arts. Oh, yeah, he was a father in training right What's the full film for? film, all the films, seminars on various health what is that? What's that? You don't watch uh, uh, Comedy Central, the, right after the Daily Show. No, 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 Nine, Try the full pornography. I'm not there. Uh, Wait, is he? Well, I am. So do call us if we can be of help. Uh, Try uh, we're, we're here and we have wonderful programs, and um, yeah. and we're we've yeah, really been um, we've been providing these programs for 18 uh-huh. years uh-huh. now. Uh, I thank you for your continued support yeah. of our programs and your participation in them. If you're local to us. And um, for those of you who are working with us long distance as well. So we had left off saying that people do not realize, you may not realize how much sugar you're actually consuming. And that's because sugar is hidden in many foods. The foods that sugar is hidden in certainly goes across the spectrum. It was. It was really good. But ones that are that it's very clear that are very clear are cereals, canned foods, many canned foods, frozen foods, certainly ketchup. Yeah. About seventy to eighty percent of the sugar that we consume is actually hidden in foods. Johnson, something Here's Johnson. an example. Um, yeah. If you're having really a 12 ounce can of soda or bottle of soda, 12 ounce can of soda or bottle of soda contains 10 teaspoons of sugar. 10 teaspoons of sugar. I'm repeating that because um, if you're having a cup of coffee, 
for live ones, New York City U.S. And you like sugar in your coffee. Do you really put 10 teaspoons of sugar in your coffee? Understand what that really means. How about a candy bar? A lot of people are on the run. They want some quick energy. They'll take a candy bar. A candy bar is almost 100% sugar. Sitting on my yoga mat, you know? You don't quite have it. Or you're... You're too much in a hurry to sit down to a reasonable meal. You stop at a pizza place, you have a slice of pizza. Okay, a slice of pizza may not kill you in itself, but let's add all the different levels of sugar. The sweetness of the pizza is, is the fact that there's a considerable amount of sugar in it. That sugar is hidden by the fact that they, that when pizza is made, they put in a lot of salt and other ingredients. That gives pizza a semi-sweet taste, but there's certainly a lot of sugar in pizza. So, you know, what, you know was... a lot of people, myself, certainly I'm here to tell you to watch your sugar intake or to, you know, shift that sweet tooth you have. Uh, we might talk, we have mentioned the fact that sugar is an addiction. Um, certainly, we need sugar on the other side of the coin. We need sugar to survive. Why do we need sugar to survive? What's the upside of that? And why are we so addicted to it? There are simple and complex carbohydrates, including sugars. And they are, in fact, the body's main source of energy. So, yes, that candy bar is going to give you energy. But let's see what really happens and what the different forms of sugar really are. Generally, we have an intake of about 20 teaspoons of sugar a day. And that happens from complex carbs like pasta, rice, bread, fruits, vegetables. Or if we're going into the refined foods that we talked about, cookies, candies. So uh, let me see. Uh, soda, all of that. But how much do we really know about sugar? There's two types of nutritive sugar. And a nutritive sugar provides four calories per gram. There's naturally occurring sugars in fruits. There's naturally occurring sugars in dairy products. These are called fructose and lactose. Seven, nine, six, then we have refined yeah. sugars. Refined sugars such as certainly white sugar, which is what I've already been speaking about, molasses, cooked honey, powdered sugar, brown sugar, uh, corn syrup. We see many things labeled with corn syrup and maple syrup. Always good to ask because... I got the brain of a sieve. If you want to avoid the calories and the blood spiking effects that uh, refined sugars on the blood sugar that refined sugars can cause, then a choice is for non-nutritive sweeteners. Um, We'll talk about those and see the pluses and minuses in terms of what are some good choices. 
These are also called artificial sweeteners or sugar substitutes. They don't provide calories. They don't influence blood sugar levels. I'm not advocating the following list, but we want to cover the subject in as much detail as possible. So the non-nutritive sugars we're talking about are saccharin, aspartame, cyclamate, uh, sucralose. Oh, and then Citibank. Uh, to name oh. Oh. just a few, I'm sure I'm not covering all of them. Uh, and stevia. Uh, so these, then we have the nutritive sugars. And here's a different, the, um, some of the different types of caloric sugars and what they're found in. I don't have any credit cards. We have fructose, which we've already mentioned. It's also known as fruit sucrose. Hi, Rochelle. It's Janine. Fruit sugar. Uh, fructose happens in fruit. Do you want to know if uh, there was happens money for Happens in him? vegetables. Happens in honey. Primarily, I would say raw honey. And also in high fructose corn syrup. Generally, that gives us 16 calories per teaspoon. Another naturally occurring sugar we've already mentioned is honey. And honey is made up of glucose, fructose, and water. Honey contains about 22 calories per teaspoon. So all of these measures are per teaspoon. We have lactose. Lactose, you're familiar with that perhaps, is milk sugar. It's a mixture of glucose and galactose. It's found in milk and milk products. It's found in cheese. It's found in yogurt. And that has 16 calories per teaspoon. From there, we go to the refined sugars. We have sucrose, which was which we've seen yeah. the extraction yeah. process from what sugar cane or sugar okay. beets. You have to and I sucrose <laughs> chemically is a combination of fructose and glucose. <laughs> yeah, I would like to. We find that in white, brown, yellow, raw, turbinado, and powdered sugars. None of those are any good, by the way. Just because I've said raw or turbinado, uh, I'm often asked, well, are these any good? And the answer is no. The color of sugar depends on the quantity of molasses that's left in the sugar as the sugar is refined. Five. Sounds like death in China. Basically, brown sugar is just processed white sugar, the same process we spoke about earlier, with a greater quantity of molasses left in so that it's brown. These sugars have 16 calories per teaspoon. But now we're speaking about empty calories, a different form of calories. Then we have maltose and dextrose. Maltose is also called malt sugar. That's a white crystalline sugar that's formed during the digestion or fermentation of starch. Usually maltose is extracted from corn. Uh, today, by the way, expensive. corn itself is a major issue because well, it could fall in your head. I don't know where we can find um, genetically non-modified or non-GMO corn. It's all modified. Maltose and dextrose are commercially found in cereals and baked goods and beer. 
Uh, then we have dextrose. That's that comes synthetically from starch. It's made up of glucose that's combined with water. It's also 16 calories per teaspoon. The next um, the next sugar to, con- uh, to consider uh, as a refined sugar is glucose. That's usually found in dextrose, in corn syrup, in maple syrup, or in glucose syrup, and also 16 calories per teaspoon. Then there are the sugar alcohols. We're going to speak quite a bit more about these. There are four types of sugar alcohols. There's sorbitol, mannitol, xylitol, and maltitol. Those are derived from fruits or they're produced commercially from dextrose. They're usually found in chocolate, in candies, in chewing gum, in different jams. And the calories per teaspoon here are 9 to 12 calories per teaspoon. So this is, you know, these are these are some of the uh, the sugars. Now there's a lot of information about artificial sweeteners. There are many types of nutritive sugars. We're going to come back and speak about artificial sweeteners, the FDA, um, a lot of the mythologies that are out there on the internet. Um, Daily intake. Uh, we'll speak about the pluses and minuses and the, the negatives. And we'll talk about the various manufacturers and their their processes. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes. And uh, we'll give you as much information as we possibly can to help you make some decisions about the sugar intake in your life and the fact that it really is the bitter truth about sugar. Stay with us. You are listening to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with your host. A complete description about my services all that grunge, that are available all that at our wellness center can be found on my website, Oh, cow box is the best. That's 718-544-5997. Do call us if we can be of help to you or a loved one or a friend. And uh, we're here. We'll do whatever we can to be of service. We're speaking about the bitter truth about sugar. And it is indeed a bitter truth. There's quite a lot of sugar substitutes, and they're metabolized in the body in a way that contributes few to no to zero calories. And 
despite uh, the inter well I, I wouldn't there's a lot of internet information and there's great debate about these sugar substitutes my my personal uh, view of this is to avoid them as much as possible um, even though there have been statements made that have not linked directly in terms of a causative uh, relationship any of these sugar substitutes to cancer. The truth is that there's a huge amount of correlative evidence. And I, I certainly do not advocate for their use. Joey isn't even Joey, it's definitely the general political line or party line is if you uh, if you if you consume the accepted daily intakes called the ADIs that are put out by the FDA and you consume them in moderation that there are healthy ways to reduce calories and to add sweetness without altering your blood sugar levels. I've heard of Personally, I think that's a huge mistake. If they're non-nutritive sweeteners that taste like sugar, they they generally also can't be substituted in recipes because their chemical properties are different. They don't affect texture or consistency in the same way. Manufacturers of sweetness of sweeteners provide do provide recipes where you can use them. Now, all of the sweeteners that we're talking about have few to no calories. That's true. And they don't contribute uh, any caloric value to foods. It's therefore not necessary to give any caloric amount per teaspoon because the, they don't provide calories. Yeah. Um, and I out. For example, saccharin, which is uh, brand names would be sweet and low. Uh, that's 300 times sweeter than sucrose. It was discovered in the late 1800s, and it was used during World War II and World War One uh, to make up for sugar shortages and also for rationing. At one point in the late 1970s, the FDA put a ban on saccharin after there was some good deal of evidence that linked it to an increase in instances of bladder cancer. More recent research that's been done, and I'd like to really follow the money trail and see who's put it out there, uh, has not come to the same conclusion, so the FDA reapproved it. And they're using it, it's being used in dietetic food and drinks since May of 2000. So it's back in our food supply. The, uh, the next one to discuss is aspartame, uh, also called NutraSweet or Equal. Now that's a very widely used FDA-approved sweetener that's found in breakfast cereals, soft drinks, desserts, candy, it's found in powder format for home use. 
it does contribute four calories per gram, but it's 200 times sweeter than sugar. So very little is needed to get that sweetness. Uh, Aspartame is made up of a couple of amino acids, which are the building block of protein. Uh, That's uh, aspartic acid and phenylalanine. Because of that, it's digested and metabolized the same way we might metabolize a protein food. There are um, people who have been diagnosed with with, uh, phenylketonuria, PKU. It's a rare hereditary disease, and if you have PKU, certainly you need to limit your phenylalanine intake, and therefore... Uh, aspartame would certainly be contraindicated. The, uh, there have been a number of uh, uh, studies, uh, especially in the 90s, that um, that uh, linked uh, as the use of aspartame with brain tumors. So, you know, that's another one that I certainly... Don't advocate. I don't advocate any of these. I think it's a very poor way to to go, and certainly to risk illnesses that we don't need to uh, to have. Uh, the next one to mention is cyclamate, uh, which is used in Weight Watchers. It's mar- marketed as sucrose. or sugar twin and weight sugar twin. Uh, Cyclamate is about 30 times sweeter than table sugar. It doesn't have any aftertaste. It's very stable in terms of heat. It can be used in hot and cold foods. It can be used as a tabletop sweetener if you want to put something in your coffee or tea. And it's used as a sweetening additive to medications. Cyclamate's another sweetener where uh, studies have linked it to an increase in bladder cancer. So the FDA did ban the use in 1969. Then, uh, based on some additional animal studies in the last few years, where uh, theoretically at least, or in these initial studies, that link wasn't really found, uh, it's uh, it's still out there and available. So I don't know who's you know who did the studies or the, what pressures were brought to bear on the FDA to allow it to be back in our food supply. It's something that I would uh, pursue in my personal research, and perhaps I'll have more information for you on that. My general take on any studies, um, whether they're pro or con, is uh, follow the money trail. Who has has funded it? What are the private interests that may be involved? What what is the bias of the study itself? And was the study, even if it's not a biased study, in terms of uh, politics or money or power, 
what, if oh, anything, were <laughs> the elements of the study that make it a sound study. The next one that I, I'll mention is sucralose, which the brand name is Splenda. That was approved in the late nine, uh, 1990s, or just before the uh, turn of the century. It's a white crystalline powder that's about four to eight hundred times sweeter than sugar. You, uh, you're not but it's made sales. from but it is made for, from uh, sugar itself. Sucralose stays stable in hot or cold foods. It can be used in a variety of products, uh, anything from canned foods to baked items. It's but even though even though its chemical structure is close to that of sucrose or table salt, sucralose is not recognized by the body as a carbohydrate. Since that's the case, it has no effect on insulin secretion or, for that matter, on overall carbohydrate metabolism. The uh, next one on our list, I almost said culprit on our list, but I'm going to hold myself in check on that. And that's um, SSL flame potassium. Brand name is uh, Sunnet and Sweet One. Now, that's a very recent addition of an approved artificial sweetener. Uh, that's ACE-K or SSL flame potassium. That's found in a lot of beverages, in fruit spreads, in uh, baked goods, uh, dessert bases, tabletop sweeteners. It's also found in non-food items like hard. Well, no, it's found in uh, it's found in candies, for example, hard candies. It's found in chewing gum. Certain uh, many breath fresheners use acesulfame potassium, and it is 200 times sweeter than table salt. If there are individuals who are on a potassium-restricted diet or have a sulfa-antibiotic-based allergy, uh, then certainly, at the very minimum, check with uh, your doctor before using ACE-K. Or follow my uh, suggestion and don't use any of these. A product that's gotten a lot of publicity over the last several years is Stevia. Uh, there's no brand name, and it's an unregulated herbal product. Stevia is an herbal sweetening ingredient that's made from a South American shrub. And that, that shrub has leaves that produce the stop, uh, a substance called steviocide. That's 100 times sweeter than sugar. Uh, it's been used in South America by natives in foods and beverages and been used for hundreds of years. In Japan, it's been used since the mid-1970s. Now, because stevia is not FDA approved, it can't be sold as an artificial sweetener. Nevertheless, it's sold as a dietary supplement, and it's found in some teas. Perhaps because these supplements are not well regulated or not as well as those that we've spoken about earlier that have FDA approval, um, it's generally wise to use some caution when using stevia products. 
we haven't seen anything that links Stevia to uh, uh, to uh, can't. Well, that's not exactly true. There there have been some recent studies which I used to I used to tell people that Stevia may be okay. I'd like to take a more conservative position on Stevia for those of you using it. It has been shown that it may have some potential cancer risks. And certainly these are animal studies, recent animal studies. And aside from the potential cancer risk, certainly in laboratory animals at least, uh, they've developed some reproductive health product problems from the use of stevia. Um, so, am I recommending any of these? The answer is no. Uh, neither sugar nor artificial sweeteners uh, are, are something that that I would consider is as part of a healthy uh, eating regime. You can decide for yourself whether you want to go to things that are naturally sweet or calorie-free route through sweetening agents. Uh, You might lose weight with some of these sweetening agents that have no calories, but that does not mean that uh, you actually will lose weight because... As I said earlier, if you are robbing the body of nutrient value, the body is going to develop certain cravings and hungers that are unavoidable because the body wants to be fed. When we come back, we'll talk about the sugar alcohols, uh, xylitol, isomalt, sorbitol, mannitol, uh, very important information to round out our topic. We'll be back with you in a few moments about these uh, dietetic substitutes that are in many sugar-free or no sugar-added products. So stay with us, and we'll be back momentarily. You are listening to Mind, Body, Spirit, Living a Holistic Life with your host, myself, Dr. Renee David Alkali. I am a naturopathic doctor in private practice in Forest Hills, New York, at 10202 Metropolitan Avenue. I want to take a moment to tell you about our free program for veterans with PTSD, for children with cancer, and for young adults with mental disabilities. If you have a loved one or friends, that fall into any of these categories, please have them call us. Uh, We have free programs available. There is no charge. Uh, We offer these through our not-for-profit, and you can find us online at www.genesissociety.org. These programs are made available by your generous support. Please continue to support them. Continue to help us make them available at no charge to our community. Check our website, www.genesissociety.org, 
Or you may call us at 718-544-5997. So if there are any veterans in your life uh, that would like to participate in our free programs, uh, this is our way of giving back, and we certainly welcome them to attend and to participate in our classes and our programs. We left off at the point where we're, uh, we want to share information about sugar alcohols. What is the truth about these? These are the sugar alcohols are found in foods. Uh, and the ones that are found in foods are we're familiar with them. They're sorbitol, mannitol, xylitol, isomalt, they're hydro- hydrogenated starch, hydrolysates. Um, where do they come from? Sugar alcohols come from plant products such as fruits and berries. The carbohydrates that are in these plant products is shifted, is changed through a chemical process. And these sugar substitutes give us fewer calories than table sugar, than sucrose. The main reason for that is because they're not well absorbed. Therefore, they may also have a laxative effect. A lot of dietetic foods, for example, that are labeled sugar-free or no sugar added, in fact, contain sugar alcohols. Foods that contain these sugar alcohols do need to have their caloric and carbohydrate contents accounted for if you're going to have some kind of overall meal plan because it is carbohydrates that may raise the blood sugar level. You might also be somewhat surprised to learn that sugar-free doesn't necessarily mean carbohydrate-free or calorie-free. Some sugar substitutes, especially like Splenda, don't really add any calories or carbohydrate, but a lot of others do. And it's the carbohydrate that has the greatest effect on blood sugars. Now, who needs to be especially aware of that? Well, clearly, people with diabetes. People with diabetes don't manage their condition by cutting sugar foods out of their diet. If you have diabetes, you can eat sugar-containing foods as part of your overall eating plan or meal plan. As long as you account for the carbohydrate and calories in the food as part of that plan, In the same manner, if you eat lots of so-called sugar-free foods, um, uh, if you eat lots of uh, sugar-free foods, they may have been replaced. They may have replaced the sucrose with some sweet-tasting sugar alcohols. Others may be sweetened with fructose or polydextrose or maltodextrin. All of those also contain calories and carbohydrates. Now, those foods may affect your blood blood sugar just as a sugar-containing food would, at least in proportion to the grams of carbohydrate in each serving of the food. Additionally, foods that contain these sugar alcohols 
often cause stomach discomfort and diarrhea, especially if they're eaten in large quantities. You really need to consult. You know, this is not a plan that you work out for yourself. You can, but the amount of time uh, that you're going to invest and the amount of effort and the amount of money to find proper information is going to be way more than to simply have an intelligent discussion with a naturopath like myself or a dietitian um, and have them work out a program for you. You you know, that's the purpose of a dietitian and a healthcare team. Um, to really see how much of different types of foods you can eat at each meal and what kind of snacks to have. Your healthcare team will generally offer you the opportunity to use carbohydrate counting as a way to use meal planning. And that's to manage your blood sugars. In carbohydrate counting you learn basically how many grams of carbohydrate you should aim for at each meal and snack. And that's a mathematical formula. Then you read food labels and use carbohydrate gram counting food lists to figure out how you can spend the grams of carbohydrate that's allocated for a particular meal. You then devise your meals based on how many grams of carbohydrate you can eat, how many grams of carbohydrate are in the various foods that are in a particular meal. So the next time you pick up a dietetic food label, a dietetic food labeled sugar-free, be sure to check the label to see if these sugar alcohols are listed. Most importantly, be sure to check what the total carbohydrate content is in every serving of any food and incorporate that carbohydrate in some type of overall meal plan. So we have several minutes um, left in our program. And we'll we'll change a little bit to ask some questions, perhaps, uh, in the time we have left. We may have to continue this discussion next week where uh, we can take it considerably deeper. But right now, let's ask the question, does sugar feed cancer? Um, if you look on the Internet for sugar and cancer, you'll certainly get a lot of warnings that sugar causes cancer. You'll also be warned that since your doctor isn't a nutritionist, he or she may not know the dangers of eating sugar and isn't providing you with the tools to prevent or fight this disease. For a cancer patient, this can be very scary. Um, here's the truth about sugar and cancer from a registered dietitian and cancer nutrition specialist. Um, the truth is that sugar does feed cancer. Bottom line, for myself as a naturopath, I have no problem saying that. Cancer cells live on sugar. But it's not quite that simple. Um, 
Because it's not going to be that simple to say I'm going to cure cancer by cutting out all sugar. Sugar also feeds every cell in the body, including cancer cells. So the rest of the story is more complicated because it involves hormones such as insulin and insulin-like growth factor. The body releases these and other hormones that promote cell growth in response to a rise in blood sugar. And these growth-promoting hormones are the real problem for people living with cancer. So yes, sugar does cause cancer. Uh, Not cause cancer. Sugar does feed cancer. But keep in mind that it's a complex situation. Uh, So why is sugar taking the blame when hormones are really the problem? Because there are good sugars and bad sugars. We've already seen that. Sugar does cause the body to release growth-promoting hormones. But that's not the whole story. Sugar is important to life. But just as there are good fats and bad fats, there are good sugars and bad sugars. Bad sugars are often referred to as simple sugars. Simple sugars in our reference are found uh, uh, are in the foods that don't give us any nutritional benefit. Foods like soda, sweets, sugar cereals, juice drinks, refined grains. Those are all simple sugars. Good sugars or complex carbohydrates are present in foods that give us nutrients. Foods that contain vitamins and minerals, protein, fiber, foods like fruit, vegetables, beans, whole grains. Those are all examples of complex carbohydrates. Basic advice, reduce your intake of simple sugars because simple sugars will enter the bloodstream quickly. They'll cause a rise in insulin, a spike, the, and the other growth-promoting um, growth hormones. There is a good deal of research that shows that high levels of these hormones may, in fact, increase the growth of cancer cells. So the key to reducing these hormones is reducing your intake of simple sugars. And thousands of research studies, thousands of research studies have shown that they actually reduce the risk of cancer. We're, uh, we're getting ready to wind up our show. We have limited time. So I'll see how much more I can cover for you, and we'll try to pick up on this a little bit more next week. The opposite of simple sugars, of course, and the opposite advice here is to increase your consumption of complex carbohydrates. By substituting complex carbs for simple sugars in your diet, you do the opposite. You reduce your risk of cancer. You reduce your risk of chronic disease like heart disease and diabetes. Uh, To reduce the amount of simple sugars, we do. We have a, a whole set of substitutions. When we join you next week, we'll pick up from that point, and we'll talk about substitutions and continue to discuss the bitter truth, the bitter truth about sugar. 
stay with us uh, for the for next week. Join us again on this discussion. For today, I uh, thank you for being with me. If you have questions or comments, please send them in to us. We're happy to receive your feedback. And I wish you health, wish you joy and uh, good nutrition. And God bless you. Adding the choice of a crispy chicken BLT to Wendy's 4 for 4 is the biggest thing since rappers trying to sing. I got me out and I sound like a robot. But do you like the sound of this? Wendy's 4 for 4 now comes with a choice of a junior bacon cheeseburger or a crispy chicken BLT. From Detroit to Macon, I keep the crisp like bacon. Both are topped with crispy applewood smoked bacon and come with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke for just four bucks. Oh, yeah. And participating in hey, the yeah. time, meal includes small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a drill instructor directing a musical. Hi. Get those tap heels in line and let me see those jazz hands. Are you bundling your home and auto insurance through Progressive? Can you hear me through those sequins? Bundle your home and auto through Progressive and save. Left, 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 step on me. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company is insurance provided and serviced by other select insurers. Yeah. Have a nice one.
What do you want? I'm going to order six fried rice because, like, order vegetables, but, like, this house they're going to put in some, like, bolted vegetables, so it's going to taste good. And one egg roll. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. Oh, I have more than that. I don't know Me? It is? I don't know which one is going to be. Oh, okay. Anyway, you're getting the lunch special? No, it's over here. I'm just going to get fried rice. Uh, where is it? Where should I finish? F8. Okay, why don't you get it? I'm going to put it in here. Okay. Hmm. 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 <laughs> then I saw har. And I thought, ah, I guess they don't have any ham anymore. <laughs> ham. You know, they they go up in alphabet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like A A A would be like the first one. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, that's too bad. I was hoping we would get all these like lovely things for five fifty. Yeah. Well, we can eat whatever we want here, but if anyone's subjected to something that we don't want to diet. Hmm. Hmm. Why do they have to have both their work in or in kitchen kosher? Because that's their religion. That's how they feel, that it's cleaner. That's what they, you would have to say. <laughs> and Alan will just say, because it's kosher. <laughs> you don't want maybe shrimp chow mein or lo mein? Mm-hmm. You want rice? Right. Definitely not, but I mean, the worst part is that I had Chinese yesterday. Why are you getting Chinese then? I don't know. I don't like anything but Asian food. Can you go somewhere else but Asian food? No. I mean, I'm big fuss about it if we go somewhere else. With the kids? Yeah. Oh, is that why your father's always going for Japanese? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just because he liked it. Yeah. It's like kind of boring. It's just because don't make a big fuss about it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know. You don't like Mexican? Mm-mm, I hate it. Yeah, I know. It's the Mexican food. Oh, good. Oh, tamale. I could get the nice big burrito. That'd be great. You don't think walking down over to uh, your place? No. Can't do that. Can't do that. Because I don't want to eat this now. I I eat Chinese this week. You did too. I literally ate it yesterday. I don't want to. What else is around here? There's no Mexican over here. The only Mexican is five burros. Mm. I don't even know what that is. That's over on Austin. We've eaten there. Yeah, we've eaten there before.
frozen shrimp. Awesome. To me, I don't want to go to Trader Joe's. I feel like they're going to be spending money. They probably won't. They probably won't get the price. Every time I go over to the, well, then I go over by myself to a little booth thing, then I go to have a parent. What booth thing? The thing with the food, little sample thing. Oh, right, because they can't give out food to minors or else. If you had a peanut allergy, you could die. Um, That's why, honey. It's just, it's just because of they can't give out food to minors. It's, um, it's a health code issue. They need to like, have permission they from... Like, they don't give a crap. They don't give a crap at all. I remember delivering pizza to some kids that were definitely... They were supposed to be in school. And they had me pick up cigarettes. You know what I did? Held the cigarettes and said, that's the tip you're giving me? <laughs> yeah, he forked over with much more money. Yeah, that's how much I cared, honey. <laughs> that's how much I cared. That much. I didn't give a crap he was out of school. I just wanted to tip bringing him cigarettes. I didn't care that he was smoking. <laughs> and he couldn't buy cigarettes because he had to be 18 to buy cigarettes. <laughs> So I was colluding. <laughs> Guess what I did? What? Extorted him. <laughs> That's how much adults care about you not being in school. <laughs> there you go. That's the secret, honey. That's just for health reasons. Oh, okay. So if they you care about their company. Ah, now you're getting it. You're giving them money? If they have to give you something for free and you get sick, you take money. I will sue them for giving my minor child peanuts and she has a deathly allergy. That's all they care about, honey. That's all I care about. If a kid walked in here and said, oh, I'm interested in yoga, I'd tell them all the information, give them a few pamphlets and say, call us. I would say, why aren't you in school? Because of this reason. Why isn't he in school? I don't know. Maybe he tore a ligament. Maybe he had a dentist appointment this morning, and then he's got the day free. His mom's not going to take him to school. Go check out the yoga center. All right, babe? That's all we care about. We don't, we're not interrogating you. No, I feel like that I will. I am in school. So I have to tell them, I'm homeschooled. None of their damn business. Or you just say, this is my mom's number. Give her a call. She'll give you peace of her mind. <laughs> None of your damn business. Don't be rude. Smile and nod. I just smile and nod, boys. Smile and nod. Smile and nod, boys. Smile and nod. I tempered snaps. I had a snap at one point. Just smile and nod, baby. Because don't worry. They don't care. They don't care. 
You want to try? Yeah, you can do the small ones there. All right, change it to $33. All right, so you pull here, over here. You'll pull this out, and each time you pull it out, you can change it. So make it 33 and zero cents. Yay. One more. You're officially 59. 10. 33? Make it 33. Right. Make it 33. 6. Don't put the dot in, though. It always comes out smudgy. Ready, three fifty? Just thirty-three. Mm -hmm. Zero cents. Well, I just have like a blank for the cents. That's what I do. No, I can't. Okay, you can. No. Yeah. No, it just yeah. only has zero. And then keep going. Keep going. Oh. Yeah. Tell me, I've been using these kinds of things for ages. I don't know, have you? Yes. Do all six of these. I'm so proud of myself. Did you work? Where's all six of them? Oh, so I just did all of them. Much at first, I just okay. Redo it. Mm -hmm. That's another thing you can do. Just redo it. <laughs> but if you don't squish it, you can just pick it up. Yeah, that's good.
Hmm? Where? That's a good place. <sighs> I could possibly use my shoe. Just pasta? Yeah, have some pasta. Yeah, throw some salt and pepper on it. I'm gonna study hungry. Sorry, baby. We have to get well, you gotta make a decision. Okay, you want fried rice? Where'd I put that thing? Here. Here's the Either that or spring roll. We can get two spring rolls. One for me, one for you. Mm-hmm.
You know where Edie's, Eddie's sweet shop right here? Mm -hmm. It's right down. It's, right here. it's a block before it. And then you can get a pint. And you can get an ice cream. I understand. I understand. I like some healthy food too. Like I said, I just had Chinese. It was super greasy, even though I said light oil. Guess what they gave me? A layer swimming on top. Really good. Oh, that lotus fruit. Oh, why aren't we eating lotus fruit all the time? It's super good. I need to find it. Eat it. It's delicious. Crunchy. It's light. It's my crunchy food. It doesn't taste like an apple. Because you don't like sweet and savory. It's like, ugh, so good in a soup. Yeah, I guess maybe it's more like water chestnut. You might have had it. I mean, if Kathy does does she do a lot of aging cooking? Well, it's not really difficult. It's not like your lotus root stir fry. Hmm? Here, honey, this is what it looks like. This is a lotus root. Oh, roots. No, I've never had it. Mm. So good. Mm. Um, I'll always get this. Huh? Yeah, I know. Vegetables with a garlic sauce. It's it's all steamed with that oil salt and cornstarch. There's with white rice, with brown rice, and sauce on the side. Okay, so it's gonna full of oil. Very good. And we have to get the big one. Oh, unless I get the sauteed beans. So we can get the 
problem is, let's see if you want that cabbage. That lettuce too. Fried rice. Fried twenty-five. And this is possible. Oh, the morning ice cream. Would you eat that if I guess? Yeah, and I take that in for me. Then you could say this would be good on the vegetables. Yeah, exactly what it is. But we should be eating the vegetables. Yes, but those vegetables aren't good. Why is he not good? Remember that eating like that? Yes. It was loaded with so many vegetables. And the vegetables was just really bad. Which was what I made? No, it was a good one. Yes. It was super good. Yeah, that was what I got. It wasn't good. What kind of vegetables were in it? I remember the broccoli was the okay one, and there was some cabbage. There is some very wilted bok choy, and it was also water drowned. And it had celery, I believe. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I like celery, but I don't want to get it. It's overloaded with vegetables. How about the sauteed beans? We can't have just fried rice because they only deliver for $10 or more. Yes, I know. Oh, I have to All the sauteed of shrimp fried rice and an egg roll. Yes, hi. I'd like to put an order in for uh, delivery, please. Yeah, what's the address? 10602 Metropolitan. 10026, right? Benjamin, right? Yes. Okay. I'd like to. I don't know. You have to know. Yeah, what's the order? Shrimp fried rice, a pint. Yes. An egg roll. Uh huh. And a pint of sautéed bean sprouts. Bean sprouts? Yes. Egg roll, right? And an egg roll. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. There we go. Put that back in the bag. Okay. Oh, and if you want, mark on there that the udon has crappy vegetables. That's what I like to do. I like to keep the menu right in there, things I don't like. Mmm, those lotus roots look good. So tasty. What's wrong? And I can say one million lives, which is a good one. Larry is my next. We developed an unusable tool to detect it before it's even said it. It's only possible. In your vote for DVD, could be the
Hiya, Jordan. I was expecting to give a uh, message. It's Janine at the Yoga Center. Hi. Uh, sorry to be interrupting you during the day, but um, Roseanne Tui called. She said that you were going to send her a, um, a, 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 a some a, a, a billing for other senior centers that we've done. Uh, we've Yeah. Oh, okay. Because she said that you were going to send her an invoice from the other senior centers. Okay, let me ask David. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. I got another call coming in, and I'll talk to you later. Have a nice day. Bye. Genesis Center, may I help you? Uh, I'm sorry, he's not available right now. May I take a message? N- no, they're on vacation. Yeah. In weeks? Oh, okay. I was, I was just about to call them, so I uh, will let them know. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I will give them a ring and let them know that you called. Sure thing. Bye. Michelle, it's Janine. Sorry to be interrupting you again. Uh, two things: um, uh, the uh, the rent uh, the landlord called. He he was wondering if rent was going to get paid. And uh, Roseanne Tui from the Swinging 60s. 
asked if uh, uh, an invoice could be sent to her from the other centers that you work with. She said she was expecting it from Jordan. I called Jordan. I didn't know what I was talking Oh, a contract. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Well, is there somewhere where I could find it and forward it to her? Is it on the... Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Tell him to give me a ring. And uh, is there anything I should tell the landlord or... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which one do you want, David or Sammy? Sammy is 917-579-0661. Roseanne? Yes. Do you want do you want to call her yourself or do you want me to Okay. 718 963 3793 Okay, and if you need her uh email, I have that. Oh, okay. I didn't I wasn't expecting you to <laughs> do it cuz I I thought you wanted me to do something for it. Hang on. Her Okay. Uh her email is R, yeah, T-U-O-H-Y, at stnixalliance.org, S-T-N-I-C-K-A-L-L-I-A-N-C-E. Right. All right. Let me know if you need me to send anything out. All right. Sure thing. All righty. Bye.
Genesis Center may help you. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, it's actually best to register. I'm sorry, I did get your message and I forgot to call you back. Thank you for calling back. Um, yes. 
Yes, just in case. It's good to know who's coming. If something should happen, we could call you back immediately. And and if you can't make it, just give us a call. Let us know you can't come. Uh, but always best to register. And uh, this is Janine. Okay, and you are C H A N Chandra. There we go. Right. Yes. Oh no, you're you're definitely in our system. I just wanted to make sure I was spelling it right. And then I will go to next week and put you in. All right. Thank you so much for calling me back. Well, the, the Kundalini, um, usually she does it Saturday morning. Are you, you work on Saturday morning? Uh, I know she does it a lot during the full moon. Um, or if there's like a solstice or an you know uh, an equinox, yeah, she usually does it in the evening on that day or night, uh, as, as long as we have availability to the you know the studio has yeah the space is open. Uh, but as far as that, you would have to talk to Sharon. She does you know a her own. Uh, that's it's all about you know it's all her. Um, let me see. I'm going to check and see if I can do a search on her name. Actually, no, I can do a search on her name because she's not staff. She's actually an independent. Yeah, so unfortunately, I'm not able to do a search on Okay, yeah, that that would be great if you could do that. And yeah, so I'm not seeing anything. So I guess it's week to week. Nice to see you. Take care. Oh, is it? So maybe that's why she's doing it. Yeah. Ah. I'm not sure. She, yeah. Uh, Ask, yeah, try and schedule with her. She and if are you on her mailing list? And you've never taken her Kundalini? Oh yeah, oh yeah, she's good. Um, so yeah, check with her. Talk to her tonight. She's very get on her mailing list. All right, Janine. Yes. No, unfortunately, I can't be here at night. I have a child, so.